0: This is an excerpt from a live training that I conducted on April 2nd, 2020 for a wonderful group of women entrepreneurs who really wanted to know some solid strategies on how they could keep their business on solid ground in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. In this recording, I talk about the 4P framework as well as some other conceptual and tactical strategies that you can use as an entrepreneur to increase your authority and income with video. If you have any questions about this episode or anything that I mentioned here, please don't hesitate to email me Cheryl at Cheryl Now let's get into the episode. So this is about keeping your business on solid ground with video. And when I think about video and I did some brainstorming and I came up with 30 ways that video is really valuable to your business. We're not going to go through every single (laughs) one of these, these uh, ways that video is valuable to your business. The point being here that there are many, many ways that video is valuable just to point out a few of them. It improves SEO. It connects with your ideal clients. It increases email open rates. It boosts engagement. It provides instant credibility and the list goes on. I have 30 of them. You can screen capture this if you like. Um, We're also, actually Alicia at the end of this presentation I don't mind sharing this deck with with right. um, everyone as well the reason why video is so key are for all of these reasons and because especially now with COVID-19 we all need to recognize that the world has changed the world has changed and it is never going to be the same way we'll never be able to erase this from our history and with as many people that have been coming online in the last little while out of necessity, some might even say desperation, because we want to keep our businesses on solid ground, that's not necessarily going to change going forward. So I think it's really key for us to understand that the world will be different once COVID-19 settles down and we get back into what is the new normal. There is now a precedent that's been set and you will have a choice as a business owner to be on that bandwagon or to not be on that bandwagon. It's really, really key to understand that video is so valuable to your business for so many different ways. You know, one of the points here in number 10 is fosters propinquity. It's a tough word, but propinquity is a psychological closeness to people. My belief is that video is the closest thing we have to being there in person. And clearly that's the case. So I am definitely a person who believes in both offline and online. Offline marketing, there's not, of course, networking, you know, the advisory boards, obviously, whether it's virtual or in person, right? The value of that, of meeting and being together and connecting is so valuable. Both are valuable, online and offline. And the same is true of your marketing. Offline is fantastic. You do need to be doing those things. But where we are going now is that businesses also have to have the offline, sorry, the online portion of that. You have to now have both. I am a former national TV broadcaster. I am an international speaker and I am an entrepreneur. I spent 25 years in broadcasting, 17 of which I spent at the Weather Network, which is one of the 50 best managed companies in Canada, seen by millions of people. I've been seen by millions of people over the course of my career and have done thousands of hours of live television broadcasting. I've done some commercials. I was a college professor. I managed the news department. I was a designated trainer. And so I have a variety of different experiences to draw on and to draw from to help entrepreneurs increase their authority and income with video. So I do know something about this because, um, and let me just go back to one point I just wanted to make there. Um, I do know something about this and I wanna really drive home the fact that there is a massive parallel between the business model of network broadcasting, network TV broadcasting, and the business model for entrepreneurs in the new new era, like the new world that we're moving into post COVID-19. So let me explain. On television, my job as a weather presenter was to create content, deliver that content, build an audience, and we monetize that audience. We monetize that through advertising mostly. In the entrepreneurial space, in the small business space, the same thing applies. You are, and I really encourage people to think this way, you need to become a mini media company. You need to be the broadcaster of your own enterprise. My view is that it is your responsibility as a business owner to be tooting your own horn Broadcasting your message, sharing it with the world, and marketing effectively in the world we live in now. Marketing in 2020, not marketing like it was 1999. (laughs) And I'm a huge Prince fan. But in this case, we do not want to market like it's 1999. We want to market for the year we live in. And now with COVID 19, things are changing and we have to adapt and pivot with it. The models are similar. We are creating content. We are broadcasting that out, we're drawing in our audience, and then we're looking at ways to monetize that audience. It may be different for you in terms of the monetization model, how you do that through your products and through your services, but the essence of those models is actually very similar. And so entrepreneurs now really need to be thinking about becoming mini media companies. And that's what I hope that I'll be able to, to impart to you today, that you can do this. You don't have to go out and necessarily hire a video production team that's going to follow you around every day of every, you know, every month of the year, but that you can do a lot of this through simple tools, and I'll get into this later, through your smartphone, through a, a webcam, through live broadcasting, which we've been seeing so much more of. So I have worked, and you, um, some of you know Wendy Buchanan, she's an eyewear image expert and I've worked with Wendy I was uh helping her I, I worked with her over the course of about six months, and we got her YouTube channel going, her first hundred subscribers and fifteen thousand views and literally starting from scratch and the videos were produced on an iphone right so um I've worked with a variety of different clients, nicole Pereira um you know i do I have been working actually with her for the last little while and three years or so now, so you know I'm producing videos for nicole as well um for for Honda and so we've got Performance metrics here with lots of green arrows going up again these videos produced on a phone I love Frank Kern big fan uh, Frank Kern says the best way to get clients is to demonstrate that you can help them by actually helping them this may seem like a novel concept but it's so true when I speak about authority building and positioning yourself as an expert and authority videos and how to increase your authority and income. We do this by, by giving, by being of service, of providing help to people <clears throat> through content marketing without really expecting anything in return. It is about reciprocity. So I love how Frank Kern puts this because it's just so blunt. <laughs> Sometimes we as entrepreneurs make things more complicated than they need to be. We get very caught up in the marketing funnels, the fancy funnels. We get caught up in trying to cobble together 8,000 tools, monthly subscriptions ranging from $30 a month to $1,000 a month, right? And we're trying to cobble all these things together and we're spending so much time putting all these technological things together. Barbara, I know you suffer from TI, so so do so many people. But we spend so much time trying to cobble these things together when we really ought to look at it and say, how can I make this a lean machine, right? How do I simplify my business strategy and not get so caught up in all the fancy funnels and the paid ads and all of these things that we're marketed to? It's not really our fault. We're marketed these things. We're t- we're, you're targeted on Facebook and you see ads of the next shiny object and the next thing that you need. You need this thing. You need this subscription. You need that thing. And it's challenging because they're very convincing. They're marketers. So they make you feel like you need this thing. You know, I think back on, I actually did a Facebook live on my own page, uh, not too long ago, or was it YouTube? I can't recall. And I talked about, I actually did a brainstorm of all the tools, all the things that I have bought, you know, used, tried to cobble together, spent, so much time trying to learn how to use. And I look at that now and some of the tools are, are key, but not all of them. And I have been doing something like kind of cleaning house, frankly, in my own business. And, and it's helped so much to take a step back and look at it and go, am I just helping people? Am I creating content and doing the things that I have to do to help people? Because if I can do that, I'm demonstrating that I can help them. That's how I'm going to be able to Get clients that's how you're going to be able to get clients so thinking about content marketing from a different perspective in that it's about reciprocity so there is a framework that that i call the 4p framework for lack of a better name i did, you know i didn't come up with like a fancy marketing name for this i was thinking okay what am i going to call this framework that i've developed And I thought, I'm not going to get caught up in all the marketing stuff, sitting here for five hours, brainstorming a fancy title to this. I'm calling it simply the 4P framework. And there's maybe a little bit of a lesson in there as well. Sometimes you just have to keep it simple. But there is a 4P framework that I utilize for myself and for my clients. And I'm going to share with you uh, what that 4p framework is right now. I just wanted to remind you to post your questions in the chat. Please do not hesitate. No question, there's no such thing as a dumb question. I love to be able to help you and I really hope that by the end of this that this training that you will have something tangible. That's my intent. I want you to have something tangible that you can walk away with and go, this I can implement. This I can do. I hadn't thought of it that way before. And that's my intent for you. So please don't be shy to to post in the in the chat. So here's the 4P framework. <clears throat> Plan, produce, publish and promote. I'm going to go through each of these steps, show you a real life screenshots of metrics and examples of different things throughout these four stages of what I call the 4P framework. This is essentially the framework that you can apply to create videos that will position you as an expert, authority, resource, leader in your field which in turn helps you to increase your income because when you're positioned as an expert when you're positioned with authority you can charge what you're worth you can increase your prices you get more attention from outside um, publications that find you and want to work with you and invite you onto a training or a podcast or a virtual summit or on stage because remember this is not going to last forever we, events are going to come back. All of those things it shortens the sales cycle. So many reasons why authority is one of the best things that you can invest in. And the great news is it does not have to be complicated. We make it more complicated because we, as entrepreneurs, are just. I think we're addicted to being busy. We're addicted to that, and we try to find all the things and like, oh, I got to, and and it doesn't have to be that way. So let's go through. Each of the steps that I—I I am simplifying this. That there's more involved in the planning stage than what I'm presenting here. But I really just want to, to hone in on the key concepts of the planning phase. One of the—one of the things that most people think is that—and listen, I've worked with entrepreneurs who've done their own videos, right? And they're like, "Well, I, I told—I heard I was supposed to do videos, so I just went out there and I just did a video, and I just did—and." And then they wonder why why are there crickets why is no one engaging with this well it's typically because they haven't done this step they haven't done the research and haven't applied a reverse engineering uh, you know thought process behind the video that they create long before you press record or go live you have to plan one of the places that that I And let me tell you a little bit about my own strategy. I really believe that entrepreneurs need to re-examine their own video strategies at least once per year, if not doing a check-in even halfway through the year. So last year, my, uh, my strategy was Facebook Live. And, the, and there were reasons for that. Part of it was because I wanted to nurture my existing audience. Part of it was because of what was going on for me personally, and we were moving, and all these things happened that I couldn't edit my own videos at that point. So I was like, okay. So I I examined all of these different things for myself and said, you know what? Facebook Live is where I'm really going to pay attention. I'm going to make that my core platform last year. This year, my core platform has changed. This year, it's YouTube. Why? Because I know that I need to get my message out to new people, I need to be discovered. And Google and Google owns YouTube and they are the first and second largest search engines in the world. So when people are Googling things, if you have content on YouTube that is relevant to that search topic, you're going to get found because you'll be on the first page of the Google search results. So I knew I needed to reach new people. So I changed my strategy to YouTube. YouTube is the best platform to do this part. It's the best platform to do the planning, the keyword research, and the reverse engineering. I want to share with you some screenshots of my own metrics. These were captured. I did these last night, so this is as of um, March fourth to the thirty-first, yesterday or the yeah no yesterday or the day before. In the last. 28 days. And so I can't mark on the screen right now, but if you look up to the right-hand side, you'll see where there, it says advanced mode. And then just under that, it says last 28 days. There's a drop-down menu in your analytics and YouTube that you can choose, you know, in the last seven days in the last 14 days, in this case, the last 28 days. And you can see these metrics, impressions, uh, click-through rate views and unique viewers have expert, they're, they're going through the roof right now with, Unique viewers up 311% only in the last 28 days. Views are up 304%. I've had 23.4 thousand views of my content in the last 28 days alone. Uh, I've had, so I have an increase of 15% on my impressions and click-through rate. So that basically means the number of people who are seeing my thumbnail and clicking on it because they're interested in the thing I'm talking about. 8.3 is a very good click-through rate. You want to range anywhere from, uh, you know, well, anywhere from two to 10% is really good. Five to 10 is is especially good. Impressions, meaning the number of people who are just exposed to the content that I'm making on my channel is up by 107%. Um, Just in the last 28 days. So, the reason why these analytics are showing this is because I have implemented a reverse engineering strategy and a keyword research strategy, which is finding the lowest hanging fruit. Where are the opportunities? So I want you to really think about your own expertise right now. What is it that you are better at than 80% of most people in your industry or you know, in what you do? Actually, not just in your industry, 80% better than most people. Uh, in what you do. You can position yourself as an expert and there's a huge opportunity, especially on YouTube, to do this keyword research, to do this reverse engineering aspect of it that actually translates to other platforms as well. So what I like to do is I have a a whole system where I go, okay, um, what are the things people need help with? And I start a whole process where I start looking for keywords and then I turn those into long tail keywords and I have tools on my YouTube channel called TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy, and I also use a a tool called Keywords Everywhere. And with those two very inexpensive tools, like TubeBuddy is, uh, I wanna say $9 a month. Keywords Everywhere is very inexpensive for, for for what it does. These are not expensive tools, but they're key tools if your core platform is YouTube. These are, in my view, necessities. But it also helps you from the standpoint of reverse engineering and keyword research, so that you can get results like this. This is a snapshot of an, a, a video analytics from an a, an actual video itself. So the last slide was the overall. It was a snapshot of metrics for my channel. These are snapshots of metrics for a specific video. So let me tell you about this little video. It's called "Look Better on Zoom." Touch up your appearance on Zoom. It's what I call the little video that could, (laughs) it's like a little engine. that just keeps going and keep moving. This video was produced in early, it was in January of 2019. So it's over a year old. Why I published it was because I found a, I found a setting on zoom that you can click on a little toggle button that allows you to touch up your appearance. And I was like, this is really, it's right in my wheelhouse because I do video. So I thought, why don't I make a little video about this? This is great. And, and I just shot it on my phone and I uh, captured myself talking about it and showing it. And you you know, it's a minute and 44 seconds long. So it's under two minutes. This little video was doing well on its own. You can see on the graph here, there's like a period of time, like from, you know, where it's flat, flat, flat. It so was, it was getting some views, which was fine. But in the last 28 days, look what it's done. It's just shot through the roof. Why? The reason why is because in early March, this little video got picked up by the Daily Mail Online UK. They emailed me and said, hey, Cheryl, we see this video that you did. Could we use this in an article that we're producing on how to use Zoom? And I said, of course, absolutely. Feel free, that's fantastic, thanks so much. And then I started coming into my, and I didn't. I, I kind of. I didn't really think about when would it be published or whatever. I started looking at my analytics and going, "What's going on with this video?" And I was getting these weird messages on here. It said like, "Your views are up by three hundred percent and one hundred and thirty nine percent." I was like, "What's happening?" And then I see the graph and I go, "Oh my gosh, the article," <laughs> right? So, and then this little video then also got picked up by Zoom communications themselves and they included it and embedded it in a PowerPoint presentation that they published. So, so this little video under two minutes long produced very simply was doing well all already on its own, but now it's gotten picked up by others who have recognized the value in it for their own publications. Now, here's the thing. If you don't have content, you never have this opportunity. You never have this opportunity if you've never created the content and and there was no way for me to know last year in January that this would happen and now this video not only is getting over a thousand nine hundred it's it's all it's so high that it's not even registering it's like it just says over nine hundred and ninety percent increase in views in unique viewers um in impressions sixty nine percent impression uh, click through rate impressions are you know it's up by that much so It's largely because other people have picked up on it. You don't have this opportunity if you don't make content. And this video is also helping my overall channel analytics. So really key to understand that if you just hang back and you don't make the content, none of this good stuff can happen. It's really, really key to understand that. Produce. You want to produce this content in the most efficient way possible. Smartphone and webcam. Today I'm using a webcam called Logitech 4K Brio. And actually in the Eugenie app, I have a free online video success toolkit that you can uh, find through the Eugenie app that takes you to my Amazon storefront and shows you which webcam I use, and there's a link for it and everything. That webcam is far and away the best webcam, and probably best investment, one of the best investments I've ever made. And then second to that, I just use my phone. This is an iPhone 10 and it's great. Now, the, the big tip I would give you if you're going to be using your phone to produce videos is that you want to you want to you think about it, it's not just a phone. <laughs> if you're going to use it for videos, I would try to get the maximum memory possible. 256 gigs or I think there are certain models that you can even do double that. That was one of the best decisions I've ever made because uh, you know and now I think with iPhone if you're getting something even more you know modern typically they have higher capacity but it used to be back in the day you know when iPhones were fairly new uh there wasn't as much memory so try to if you're going to be using your phone for video you want to try to you know, get a little higher in in the memory department but using a smartphone or a webcam is really the key You don't need fancy equipment. You really don't. That Amazon storefront, I show some of the tools that I like and recommend, but they're not necessary. Use what you have. Start with what you have. You know, I think a lot of times entrepreneurs make excuses for not doing the videos because they're really trying to mask something deeper. They're trying to mask and hide from a fear of, of of being on video and not liking the way they look and sound, and they make excuses for not doing the videos and they hang it on the well the equipment. I don't have the right, I couldn't possibly make the videos. I don't have the right equipment. And it really has nothing to do with that. It has something to do more internally with their um, you know, fear of being ridiculed, fear of getting it wrong, fear of not knowing what to say. Um, but as an entrepreneur, your job, coming back to what I talked about earlier, I think it's your job and responsibility to be the broadcaster of your enterprise. I was terrified when I first went on the Weather Network. I didn't know really that much about weather. And here I was going to go on national television to talk about weather. And I didn't know that much about it, but I did it anyway. I I leaned on what I could. I talked about what I knew until I could learn on the job and I learned fast. You have to think that way too as a broadcaster of your own enterprise, a mini media company. These videos are all produced on a webcam or a smartphone. And they range anywhere from, again, you know, to point two thousand views um, 2,869, 396, 3.6. What would it mean to your business if you could have tens of thousands of extra views on you, your ideas, your thoughts, and your, the value that you provide? It would have an, a great impact on your business. So it does not have to be complicated. I took some, um, snapshots too of, uh, on the right hand side, it's a snapshot of, uh, Analytics from my YouTube channel, which is my strategy this year, and on the left is a snapshot of my performance and insights from my Facebook page last year. The numbers you'll see where it says 38,000 minutes viewed, those are the numbers that I had 38,000 minutes viewed on my content on Facebook last year without doing any editing, just live streaming on Thursdays at 2 p.m. Those numbers have since gone down it says uh, it's down 38.4% from previous 365 days. Well, I'm not surprised because now my focus isn't on Facebook. It's on YouTube. But the point being here that I had 38,000 minutes viewed on Facebook last year. This now on my channel, just in the last 365 days on my YouTube channel, I've had 64,000 over 64,000 views. So really, you know, I'm up and around like the 90,000 plus views of my content using a smartphone or a webcam. It's really does not have to be complicated. I look at some of my favorite, you know, uh, experts and um, in marketers and influencers like in the marketing space. These are, these are my people like Lewis Howes and Amy Porterfield, you might recognize some of these names, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Brandon Burchard, you know, Jasmine Starr, Marie Forleo, Billie Jean is Marketing, and uh, Derek Halpern. These are, I went back and I looked at what did their videos look like at the beginning of their own channels? So I don't know if YouTube channels, and I took snapshots of some of their earliest videos, and this is what they looked like. Do you see anything fancy here? likely, and I don't know this for a fact, but likely these were all done with a phone or a webcam. I, I don't know that for sure, but based on what I'm seeing here, there isn't anything fancy about this, but each of them started likely with what they had. They didn't get all caught up in, oh, I don't have a $3,000 DSLR and I don't have someone to do it. They just said, no, hey, listen, I've got something to share. I'm gonna get on and I'm just gonna use my phone. Look at Jasmine there with the black hair in the middle, if you don't know Jasmine. You know that looks like a wall with with newspaper glued on i I don't know there's nothing marie forleo on the bottom left is just sitting on a brown couch there's nothing fancy about this so stop trying to think that it has to be fancy step number three is publish so we've got you know social media is probably the the one we think of the most, right? It's like the, the world is on social media. And so you need to have a digital presence on social media, whatever that looks like. Uh, I subscribe to the idea of having a core platform and then having secondary and tertiary tiers of distribution of that content and that you repurpose it as much as possible. When you're working solo or when you're working with a small team, you have to leverage that video content as much as possible. Social media, obviously is is a place where you need to be you you have to have a presence there and also you a website or a blog uh, obviously is a hub for you and likely most of you have a website or a blog share that content to your blog you know i like to think of it this way when you create content you're really trying and what you're really doing is you're giving people a way to connect with you and when people connect with you and you're able to Build that relationship and 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 nurture them that in time that will become money to your business, so you create to connect and to convert. This is essentially what this model really is, and the beautiful thing and why it's in a triangle is because you create one video, it's living it's a living asset in your business, it continues to live on, and it's able to reach exponentially more people than just one, so now you're able to connect with multiple people. Those multiple people become fans and followers, and they will likely share that content out with their network to just help you connect with even more people. Well, now that you've expanded your network and you've expanded your following and expanded your fan base, you have the potential then, with the right sales structure in place, of course, to be able to convert to sales in in your business. So it's really a simple concept, uh, but we like to make it more complicated than it really has to be. And the final step is to promote you know you have to think about how am i promoting this you can use your videos in email i would recommend that you do Um, you can send you you can use your videos and the links for your videos let's say they're published on youtube as an example you can share those links in groups that you're a part of add value in groups so long as you're following the group guidelines you can send messages to people with links to your content you can suggest your own videos in your own videos. So making suggestions of other videos people can watch of yours in your content. That's a really big play on YouTube. And you can also schedule posts. You know, if you are using a Hootsuite or a buffer or something like that, you can schedule those posts out. Lots of different ways to then take that content and don't just put it out once and and forget it. What ways to continue to keep that content and those assets driving more engagement driving more traffic to your to your business. So this is I thought I've never shared this actually. This is a snapshot of my video strategy. Okay? So there's going to be a question coming up for you in just a moment. I really want you to pay attention to this. Look at the middle of the screen. It says weekly core content and it's a YouTube symbol. So my, my core platform is YouTube as I described from there. And that's so really, that's where my focus and my attention goes. Every Thursday uh, at nine 30 in the morning, I publish a video as my, on my core platform, which is YouTube. From there we share it to Pinterest, to LinkedIn, to Twitter, share it to the blog post. The blog post is then sent out in a weekly email, drive back to the blog post which then has the video embedded in it I also send it to um, a program that I use for branding and closed captioning that then is turned into a vertical video for IGTV and because it's set up to have a preview of the IGTV on my feed it's feeding my my Instagram account I also turn the audio into I extract the audio from the video And then I put that on a weekly podcast. So now I'm on iTunes, I'm on uh, Spotify, I'm on, I think eight other uh, audio platforms. I, seven days later, I take that same content, I share it to Facebook and upload it natively. Also, I do a weekly live stream on Tuesdays. And the other part on the left is really just more like, um, in the moment engagement posts, like on on Snapchat, on TikTok or on Instagram stories and Instagram live. I admittedly right now learning about TikTok, I don't really know that much about it yet. I'm trying to figure out my strategy there and haven't done much with it. Snapchat, I haven't used a lot now because I feel like everyone's on, on TikTok, but I do use Instagram stories and Instagram live fairly regularly. I'd say almost daily I'm posting on Instagram stories. So that's my strategy. The thing that you want, want you really think about is what's in the middle, weekly core content and weekly platform. You have to decide as an entrepreneur, what is your core platform?